This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. As the pandemic continues and an agreement on a new stimulus bill to help ailing homeowners has stalled, there has been an uptick in foreclosure filings in the U.S. Real estate data firm CoreLogic released a report that shows serious delinquencies spiked in June. Without government assistance or major job market improvement by the end of the year, those delinquencies could turn into foreclosures. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. The CoreLogic report shows that 2.9% of U.S. home loans were overdue by 90 to 119 days in June. That's the highest they've been in 21 years, according to CoreLogic's chief economist, Frank Nothaft. He says if there are new government programs, maybe that will alleviate some of the risks. But given what we know today, we could be looking at a serious delinquency rate that's four times higher at the end of 2021 than it was before the start of the pandemic. The national delinquency rate for all loans more than 30 days late and those already in foreclosure is 7.1%. That's a 3.1% point increase compared to June when the delinquency rate was 4%. The June result is also the third month in a row that delinquencies rose after more than two years in decline. Many of those delinquencies are loans and forbearance. Financially impacted homeowners receive permission from lenders to postpone their monthly payments, but even though they have permission to do so, those loans are still considered delinquent. The Mortgage Bankers Association says there are currently about 3.6 million loans in forbearance. Homeowners with government-backed loans are getting as much as 12 months of forbearance as part of the CARES Act. There have been calls for another stimulus package to help both homeowners and renters, and the Democratic-led House passed a $3 trillion package called the HEROES Act several months ago. But negotiations between Democrats and Republicans on a final agreement have come to a standstill. CoreLogic CEO Frank Merrill said in a statement, While federal and state governments work toward additional economic support, we expect serious delinquencies will continue to rise particularly among lower-income households, small business owners, and employees within sectors like tourism that have been hard hit by this pandemic. Although delinquencies have risen in all states, they are the highest in 19 virus hotspots. At the top of that list is New Jersey, New York, Nevada, and Florida. Miami has been particularly hard hit by serious delinquencies. They're up 5% there. A few of the other hard-hit metro areas include New York, Las Vegas, Houston, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. The unemployment situation has improved since the pandemic began, but it's still far from what it needs to be to keep many homeowners afloat. The report says sustained unemployment has pushed many homeowners further down the delinquency funnel. It says with unemployment projected to remain elevated through the remainder of 2020, we may see further impact on late-stage delinquencies and eventually foreclosures. The report says that millions of families could lose their home through short sales or foreclosures, and that could put pressure on home prices and the value of home equity. As many of you know, the last foreclosure crisis happened in 2007 and only peaked in 2010. That crisis was preceded by a housing boom along with poor underwriting standards and the granting of loans to people who simply couldn't afford to pay them back. When the market collapsed, home values plummeted and homeowners ended up owing more on their homes than they were worth, otherwise known as underwater. With little equity in their homes, many walked away, and it created a bonanza for real estate investors who snapped up distressed homes and started renting them out. It changed the dynamics of the housing industry to a great degree. 
It gave birth to the idea of a renter nation, and this could happen again, but probably on a smaller scale. There are many differences between now and a decade ago. Banks have learned that flooding the market with foreclosures is not very good for the asset values that they're trying to sell. Instead of foreclosing, many banks opted for loan modifications. That way, borrowers could stay in their homes and pay the amount that was owed at the end of the loan. Many banks also opted to act like flippers, fixing up distressed properties and selling them at retail prices. And even some banks got into the rental business, opting to find a tenant for the property rather than sell it for a discount. This time around, I'm guessing the banks will opt for a loan modification program that allows borrowers to maybe stay in their homes and just make those late payments at a later date. Time will tell. The CoreLogic data is for June, and here we are in September as the pandemic continues to weigh in on our economy. We're also headed into a volatile presidential election, and we don't know yet if or when there might be a vaccine. Forbearance will protect many homeowners for several months, but without a more substantial job market comeback, a cure for the virus, and less divisiveness among our political leaders, we may see those delinquencies turn into short sales and potentially foreclosures. As investors, be prepared. There will most definitely be opportunities in the near future. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.